0: The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com.
1: Let's go! Let's go!
2: It's the unusual. It's the usual. It's provocative. It's the thinking person's guide to life. You're being entertained, and then you're getting smarter. From the Pod 617 Studios in
0: Westwood, Massachusetts, it's Soog Says. Now here are your hosts, Sue and Jonesy.
2: All right, Soog here. Uh, this is Soog Says. It's the thinking person's guide to life. And here, here's what Soog says. Uh, I'm here with my boy, Jonesy. Say hi, Jonesy. Hey. Jonesy thank you jonesy and i uh friends from way back and uh then as uh as things happen uh you disappear after high school, and then Facebook happened, and you get all back together, and everything's fucking happy. So here we are, uh, my inaugural show. And so to give you an idea of what we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about says what says Sug, and uh, we're going to talk about a little situation happening in our hometown that has to do with uh, Halloween decorations. We're going to talk about uh, the uh, thermometer Nazis in their homes, and, um, and then we're going to have, you know what, Jonesy, let's talk about etiquette. Eddie who? <laughs> we're going to talk about Soog etiquette, which, uh, you know, it's, it's not real etiquette. It's just what I think. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, and then uh, as I'm going to ask you to do for further epi- for episodes in the future, who knows, this could be the last one, but um, that's up to you. <laughs> but uh, let's, you know, ask Soog. I got things to say. I want more things to say. So you send me your conundrum in life, a situation where you need a ruling, and Sug will say. So uh, let's get the fucking ball rolling, shall we? Sug, when, uh,
0: pardon me, producer Dave butting in for the first time. First, Oh, of first uh, I'd like to introduce. Long-time listener, first-time butter-inner. Uh, so when people want to reach you... Did he really just
3: say first-time butter-inner? First first-time butter-inner. Oh. But, but
0: the, they... There will be uh, eventually, I guess, a, a SUG catch-all email that they can email to. Would you like me to provide a temporary one? That'd be so fantastic. To say so they could send it us to here at, at pod617.com. But uh, send it to me directly. It's david at pod617.com. And David, the
2: producer, will get your word directly to SUG and, and rule. And for those of you who are friends of mine on Facebook, you can reach me at the inbox, which I check periodically. All right, so first thing, let's, I, let's get into this, Jonesy. What's in our hometown of Braintree, Massachusetts? There's something going on there that fucking, well, let, let, let me start with this. I love a person who fucking, who dresses their house up, especially Halloween, because people didn't used to do that. People, people maybe, you know, uh, maybe the stuff in the windows, people used to do on the inside of the house, but I've now- got, I've got a skeleton hanging
3: from the hoop. In the driveway, dunking it, I've dunking it. got one, it, I've got one crawling up the side of the garage.
2: So I, I love that.
3: I love I. And I, my wife did them both. Her credit.
2: Okay, so 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 I love that, and, and and I love the people like even just the little things. You know, the people who put out the flags when it's Easter, and they put a basket, uh, or uh, when the Patriots are playing, they put a Pats thing i love people who use their homes to declare hey this is me this is i'm i'm excited about halloween i'm excited about christmas i'm excited whatever so the, so you you think that with halloween you'll see and 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 you know there's a lot of these uh big blow-up things uh they have you know the 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 what you're able to get and what you're able to put in your yard is really phenomenal. And there are people who just, they overdo it. They have, you you can really tell what their house looks like on the inside from how they decorate their house on the outside. (laughs) So for example, you get this person who has, uh, and I don't know acres or anything, but say he has a third of an acre of land and his house is whatever. And uh, they, they get that huge blow up thing that is half the size of the house. It's like, bro, your land can't support that. And you know you go inside that house and it's going to be fucking clutter everywhere. But uh, but anyway, we have a situation down in Braintree where you have these people who they are going to be festive. They're going to be they, – they, they put all this shit out there. And, and this was on the news. Did you see this? I didn't see it on the news
3: because I'm 100 miles away, so I get different news, but I saw it on your Facebook feed.
2: He's 100 miles away. Do you hear that, Yaz? Yes. Well, I would walk 100 miles
0: just to be with you,
3: Jonesy.
2: (laughs) And I would walk 100 miles. Well, anyway, so this is not far from where I lived uh, in Braintree. It's on Liberty Street. But these people were on the news, and the problem is this, is that they have this soundtrack that's attached to their huge light display. Now, when we grew up, there was Mr. Rogers' house. Do you remember that?
3: I don't remember the name, but I remember there was a neighborhood. It was
2: Mr. Rogers, right. There's a neighborhood, right? And yeah. this is actually right off Liberty Street. Yeah. So so where we grew up, uh, listeners, we we had this house. It was Mr. Rogers' house. It's not the Mr. Rogers that I love and that I fixed his foundation. Um, <laughs> no, this was the Mr. Rogers. He was just a guy, and he had this incredible light display, and we everybody drove by it. And the thing that you don't think about when you're a kid is – fuck the traffic, you know, like have a kid or two and realize what extra traffic in your neighborhood means when y- they have to get to soccer or they have to get to trombone or whatever, you know, whatever they're doing. So I never thought about that with Mr. Rogers. We were just, <laughs> he's just this beloved character. And I remember, I think even Braint- in Braintree, we have our own um, electricity source. It's a uh, belled, Braintree electric, blah, blah. That would yeah. be light department. Light department, right. Mm-hmm. So we have our own electricity in Braintree because we're that special. And, um, and I remember I think that I read that one year they, or they just started paying for the electricity for Mr. Rogers because it was such a beloved thing. I never thought about what it's like to be Mr. Rogers' neighbor.
3: Didn't that whole neighborhood turn out, though, into the into the whole thing? An the adjacent
2: neighborhood did, ah, okay. not that actual neighborhood. Okay. So um, I, was, I was just going to rattle off, like, names of people who lived in each of these things, <laughs> which I don't think I should do. But anyway, so uh, I never thought about what it's like to be the neighbor. Now, but the one thing with Mr. Rogers is I don't recall sound. Um, I don't know if we had that capability back then um, in the olden days. In the I, days of yore, I don't mean, remember
3: you, sound there either. You mean yeah.
2: sound effects that would be uh,
0: that would accompany this out outdoor display? I take it correct. Yep.
2: Yeah. So every inch of this guy's yard was lights, displays, Mary, Jesus, the whole thing. Santa Claus on the roof. It was unbelievable. And it, it's really when you're a little kid, it's pretty spectacular. You know, it's pretty cool. So, but 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 to be his neighbor during that Thanksgiving to Christmas time in. It, it was a slow creep of car. Like you sit there, and I remember. It my- was like leaving, leaving the stadium after a game. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, so, can you imagine? Say, say, you know, you, you, you have your job up at Polaroid up in uh, in Waltham, and you're driving 128, and you, you know, you, you had a fucking shitty day, it's 5.30, you fucking leave the office, you're on 128 in gridlock, you know, maybe it's raining or snowing, and then you get to your neighborhood or the precipice of your neighborhood, you gotta take a piss, you know? You, you're like, you've been in the car for an hour, and now you gotta deal with this, Every single night, because as soon as that sun goes down, people are taking their kids, their family, and they're going to that neighborhood. Well, fuck, <laughs> you know, like I just I, I, I never thought about that. And I, and I'm not since he was the only show in town, it was actually like, you know, probably worse. But now people you don't really have to do that. I, I, yeah. I would be surprised if that's still going on in Braintree. Do you think
3: we remember it as bigger than it really was?
2: Uh, for
3: the day, for the time? I mean, I, well,
2: every inch of his yard was definitely covered.
3: I, yeah, but uh, for the rest of us, for the observers, for the, for the people going in, do we, do we remember it as bigger than it really was? I
2: mean, people, people can, people can uh, let us know, but I mean, I remember waiting in the car when my dad said, okay, we'll go to Mr. Rogers tonight, and we waited a long time, what seems like a long time to a little kid. I wasn't even that little. Jesus Christ! I was kissing girls by this time. I don't know what my problem was, but um, did you do it up for Christmas as well? D- we did. We my, no, Mr. my Roger, Mr. Rogers. No, he only did it for Christmas. Th- th- that's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you were saying Halloween. No, th- so so no. So this Halloween. gets to okay. my point about that's right. a good point. Halloween. Right, so, yep. so now in Braintree, there's this there's this house that has this unbelievable display for Halloween. Which, if it's lights, cool, but and. You know, they also they have soundtracks, and it's not just one thing; it's like a bunch of things. Could you cue that up and see if we could play a little bit of that?
3: And it's constant;
2: right? it's not just and here and there. Constant.
4: So what we're looking at right
2: now is a TV camera is going through, going walking past the house, and you're getting a little bit of taste of what the sound is like.
1: The you you
2: Can you imagine living next to this? Well, well what? Is, first of all,
3: what is that? Is that something famous? Something I should know? Be familiar with? I've never. I, heard I don't of it. know. It, it is, sounds like crap.
2: Halloween songs. I mean, the the only one that I know is Monster Mash. So I don't. I don't recognize that as anything. It sounds
0: vaguely like it could be the audio from, like, the Disney ride, the Haunted Mansion, maybe, or something like that. But the, now, the dis, you should say, Sue, the display is pretty spectacular. It's it, unbelievable. It, it looks like a Disney ride. It's but, unbelievable. Yeah.
2: Right. But but this is a home. It's not a fucking amusement park. So, anyway, so the people who live, they, they had the news cameras in there, and they had the neighbors. Now, it's it's still kind of nice out, you know, during the day, some, you know, last week and everything. It was nice. People have their windows open. But even if you don't have their windows open, these people—they show the TV cameras and and what it sounds like inside their house to be their neighbor, and the neighbors are complaining. And so, what? I, wh- how I saw this was—wait
3: a minute—are they complaining anonymously with blurred out faces, or are they right on the camera?
2: Excellent point. So they right on camera. They the the neighbor right next door to the if you're looking at the house to the left of them, they were like, "This is what we're living next to," yeah. you know. And it goes till nine forty-five because nine forty-five is when. Good for the, that
3: person. That shows balls of so stand up and.
2: Say who you are. I I want to address that, though, Jonesy. I want to address that Uh, because because uh, these people they 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 went on camera and they they complained they they had they had previously went to the person to the people who own the it's a family I guess a husband and wife and they have children Mm -hmm. and um, they they said you know they they had a problem with it and the people were like fuck that Uh, you know this is I'm being festive. I'm being, uh, you know, uh, 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 just because you don't love Halloween, I love Halloween, you know, and they're within their rights in terms of law. Mm-hmm. They're, they're within their rights to, because to, the, the sound yeah. thing doesn't start till 945.
3: Yeah, the noise ordinance. Well, f- yeah, sure. Can
2: you imagine, and, and just if you, kept the, if you kept that loop of that on in the background and imagine the whole time you're in your house listening to this shit, that would drive a person fucking crazy. Now, what, what, what caught my eye was on the. Oh my God. <laughs> Can you imagine if the ice cream truck, which you love to hear that sound, just parked in front of your house and, and just, just there. kept. Yeah, yes. Forget it. Are you kidding me? So, so anyway, so these, these fucking people they they're they're like what we 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 are we're, we're, it, we're, we're uh, you know we 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 love halloween and these guys are fun suckers and fuck
3: them and all this shit they didn't pull out the first amendment did
2: they Ugh, i they didn't but what they did do was so then after the news thing, so some- do you,
0: before you move on, do you want to hear a little bit of the news clip, news reporting on this? Yeah,
4: it is a Halloween display worthy of its own holiday special in Braintree.
0: But not everyone is a fan. In the last minute, Tiffany Chan shows us the homeowner dispute that had one neighbor calling the police.
4: This home along Liberty Street in Braintree definitely catching a lot of eyes. And how can you blame people? Look at all of this Halloween display from the haunted trees to the ghouls and goblins. But what has one neighbor fed up are the talking pumpkins. One (laughs) Braintree family turned their Liberty Street yard into Halloween town. Seeing the joy in my own kids is like what makes this all worth it. From a spooky graveyard to a trio of talking pumpkins.
3: I don't know. What? The house is a projector. And a surround sound system for the all four kid. speakers
4: gool It's the noise that has the family next door A bit annoyed
0: It's too loud It it upsets my husband Because our bedroom is right outside at Their um, driveway
4: <laughs> After that complaint Denise McDonough and her four children Decided to go bigger and louder
0: Maybe a little bit of spite Why
4: don't Maybe you a little bit of spite wow.
0: Taking care of your yard
2: As opposed to making the neighborhood Look cheesier
4: the massive lit-up inflatables are drawing the attention of many drivers who continue to stop in with their families. He loves it, so he, every time he saw it, he's like, Halloween, Halloween, and he just want to see it. It's yeah. bringing joy to many, but sleepless nights for yeah. some. <laughs>
3: well, wait a minute, sleepless nights, was it 9.30 you said?
2: 9.45. Yeah. But, but, but wait a minute, so, so forget that the, the newscaster said sleepless nights. Yeah. It's when it starts to get dark till 9.45, mm-hmm. that thing's on a loop. It's okay. on a loop, yeah. that's, that, awful. that's how you drive. That, that's got to be like waterboarding. It's sound waterboarding. Is that a thing? Sound waterboarding? It's, it's, it's soundboarding.:
0: No, those, and, the, those, those psychological techniques have been used on people to torture them, playing the same thing over and over again. And so for okay, sure. So, yeah. so,
2: so, so, so David, I mean, and, and, and that, that's a great point because what I would if I were next to that person, after I called the police, after I did everything I could within the law, and they kept doing that. I'd be, I'd end up in bracelets because I would fucking wreck that. Fu- I yeah, would f-
3: start smashing it. I'd take a
2: flamethrower to that thing. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. So and 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 I and I, the, the, I love how she's like just to see the joy on my kids' faces. I so we every second of the day are your kids in there? Joy faces? Is that the way it is? Because I've had kids, and I'll tell you what. It's not like that from six o'clock till nine forty-five. Not one hundred percent of the time. I so and I so I went to so okay. Oh, so here is the next thing, and this goes to your point, Jonesy. So they then then that somebody wrote an anonymous letter, okay, and they said, "Uh, you know, this is bullshit," and, and you know, uh, I don't remember what the letter anonymous actually said. It, all right. So 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 great point, and I am no good. I disagree, and here's why. Because what, what is this tough guy world that, that you, you own a home in the neighborhood and that just because – I mean it's clear that there's a problem. It's clear that there's an issue. You've already had the cops called on you. Why, why should a person sign their name? Because not everybody likes to fight. Not, not everybody is Sug. Not everybody will fucking go right to your face and say that. Well, wait a minute. Like, it's
3: a, if it's a letter, it's not necessarily a fight or a challenge. It's just a letter.
2: But so th- that's what everybody said on the th- on the thread on Braintree is everything where the person who owned that house, Denise McDonough, and uh, you can say her name because she's right. She's on there. Denise yeah. Um So... If if you go uh, and you can read, we can read the letter. It's it's on a, f- a subsequent post. So anyway, um, the the person didn't have their name, and they're like, "Oh, fucking coward! A coward does that." Well, some people are cowardly, but that doesn't mean that they should live in a fucking in an amusement park like atmosphere. Some there are people who don't like confrontation, and and why. Why should you just to enjoy peace in your neighborhood? Have that skill, have that, have that testosterone or whatever to confront people. Some people are very timid. Some people, you know, uh, uh, wouldn't, you know, don't want to get in that kind of stressful situation. And so, I, I don't understand like this. This the whole thing was everybody's saying a fucking coward, you know, Oh, you, you know, I, I would have the balls to sign it, you know, sign my name on that. It's like, th- is this the world that we're living in now where, where it's tough guy law like that? That's what rules the day. Maybe a better solution would have been
3: no tough guy, but do it more like a petition. You get X number of people to say, Hey, you know what? Turn the thing down. And you also on your name to it.
2: But, all right, so, all right, so there's a petition. And that but, way, that but way. But what, what if, what if you live in a neighborhood where you're the only one bothered? That one n- neighbor that was just to the left of them, that's enough for me. It's your neighbor. You live, you know, I fucking, a cu- couple things here. So I lived in a neighborhood one time. I, I lived in this neighborhood ba- back in, in Mount Sug days, the person behind me, and I lived in a, it's a, Nice neighborhood and everybody, you know, we respected each other. And the guy whose backyard I share with, uh, you know, there's a fence in between. His kid was graduating medical school or something like that. And he sent a letter out to everybody and he said, hey, you know, my kid graduated and we're going to have a party and it's going to be outdoors. It's going to be a backyard and, uh, you know, it's, you know, so it's going to be loud. And we'll be respectful and everything. And my thing was like, bro graduated medical go all night blast all night long till the wee hours of the morning that's i can you know i can. you're a great neighbor i can survive I, i'll be good for one night you'll be out no there with problem them. absolutely and uh so so but he that's did, a one and, night and,
0: thing that's a one night thing. right yeah
2: He, he, but he cut the music off, and I was, I really, because I could tell the party was really roaring too. And he took it inside, and it was a beautiful night out and everything. And I felt badly. I wanted to go over and say, keep going all night. Uh, I can't speak for the rest of the neighbors, but I know the rest of the neighbors would have been fine. Mm -hmm. You know that you're living in a society here. You know, you, you, like but your neighbors could help you out. Do you know? So the first house that I ever known was actually a townhouse condo. And I was in, I don't know where. We were in Chicago or we were somewhere on vacation, Nantucket. And uh, I get a call from my neighbor who said, there's water pouring out of your unit. One of my pipes burst oh. and this wasn't in the winter. And uh, there was water going everywhere. So- Uh, that person took care of me because Mm -hmm. you know what? I'm a pretty fucking good neighbor. I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy when it comes to the neighborhood. I want everybody to fucking like each other. And yeah, you're going to have people who are dicks and stuff like that. But I love this. I, this fucking, the, the way people are like, I'm within my rights and they use the law as that's the, that's where that's, that's the the go, no go line right. is like I'm with people love to declare their rights rather than being I civil.
3: Can. I will do as much as I can within these limits.
2: Right. And, and, and so to, and too it,
3: bad if you don't like it.
2: Just be fucking civil. Like what? You know, why? Why should your neighbor have to put up with your love for Halloween and your want? You know, why should your neighbor have to suffer to put a smile on your kid's face? Come on. And like you said at the beginning, if it's visual,
3: lights, that's great. Go all out. Noise. Pull the shade down. Noise, forget it.
0: I remember I had a collection of sound effects I used to blare out my window on Halloween night. That was part of the fun of it. And I had that, that, that too. Yeah. And so that, but like I didn't s- do screams
3: it. Screams and dogs bar- yeah, howling and stuff. Yeah,
0: exactly. And like the theme from Halloween, the theme from The Exorcist and all kinds of shit like that. Yep. But I didn't do it for the four weeks leading up to Halloween. <laughs>
3: oh, <No laughs> right? shit. One shot, right? Right. Holy fuck! Put a speaker in the window, fire it up, and you're done. Put it away. You from know that. what's pretty yeah.
2: cool, yeah. And, and I want because because I love Jason Veritek. So Jason Veritek was a neighbor, and uh, he the the years in 2004 and in 2007, the the Red Sox won the World Series before Halloween, and I think one of the days the 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 parade was actually on Halloween, and he and like one year, so 2007. He, he, Mike Lowell, and, uh, and Mirabelli sat at the end of his driveway and gave out, you know, regular-sized candy bars because that's, that's VTech. That's the captain. That's it. And everybody went to – everybody was over there, you know, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I think it was the first year, actually. Th- they're exhausted. I mean, once you win the World Series, you don't sleep. You're fucking partying, you know. Yeah. We did that. We didn't even play. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so uh, I, I think it was 2004, his, he had daughters, and uh, I remember one of his daughters, like, said, uh, like – so this wasn't from my kid's mouth, like but somebody else's kid heard this, but they're like, oh, man, I just, I, I, we got to turn in this, you know, it Was and it was like 830 or something like that. And, and the girl's like, Daddy, everybody wants to come over and get your autograph and stuff like that. you got to stay out. And uh, I thought that was pretty cool. So that's, uh, it's, it, it's Souk stories. I
0: haven't heard Doug Mirabelli's name mentioned around these parts in a long time. <laughs> was Ugh. he? Did you get to meet him? Mirabelli? Um, Doug Mirabelli? I, I,
2: I didn't go. Uh, my kids, oh, okay. my kids went, uh, no, he was,
0: but, well, he was Tim Wakefield's personal valet, right? He was Tim Wakefield's designated catcher, but I don't know if you ever saw, this is one of the first kind of viral things going around. Someone wrote a very funny essay, like in the first person of what Doug Mirabelli did on the day, like he got called back to the Red Sox and it was, it was farcical. It wasn't really from him, but it was like, Dougie wakes up. Dougie crushes uh, a chick- huge chicken parm. <laughs> you know, Dougie. Dougie gets in the cab to the airport. Dougie gets out of the cab. Dougie screams, "Dougie's going deep
2: tonight!"
1: <laughs>
0: and it just, even though we didn't know him, it kind of felt like that's probably what Mirabelli was like. And I life. gotta
2: tell you, the, I hate Doug Mirabelli not because of <laughs> Doug Mirabelli, but I hate Doug Mirabelli because I hate fucking knuckleball pitchers. <laughs> God damn it. I, you know, people love Tim Wakefield and they they forget that he just, oh, he'll do anything that you say. Yeah. After he pisses and moans about, oh, what, why am I being demoted to the bullpen? Why aren't I on the fucking playoff roster? Because, dude, we don't know what's going to (laughs) happen. When you fucking get out on the mound.
0: By his own admission. He says he doesn't know what happens after the ball leaves his hand. Right. Yeah.
2: And he never saw a pitch that he didn't think was good. He never threw a pitch that he didn't think was fucking. Yeah, I threw it, I threw it good. <laughs>
3: Fuck off. That must be a
0: Hall good. Hall of Fame. He's a good way to Hall go through of, life. He's,
2: he's the Red Sox. He's in the Red Sox Hall of Fame. Yeah. The this guy has one more win than he has a loss. And he's in the Red Sox Hall of Fame. You've gotta be kidding the red sox the team with the third most world series wins in all of baseball maybe fourth
0: yeah but he seems like a nice guy soog
2: <laughs> i'm sure he is i i don't have any uh, uh, no i've actually met him a few times and he is a great guy i just don't like the way he picked i don't like knuckleballers hi
1: everybody i'm chami to perel let me take a minute to tell you about the boston podcast network How would you like your own podcast? The Boston Podcast Network can produce one for you. Whether you're a lawyer, financial advisor, business owner, or really any kind of professional, you should have your voice heard through this exciting new medium. A good podcast is more powerful than traditional advertising. If a prospective client hears your podcast through their earbuds, you're already in their head. Literally, pod617.com will help you deliver a message and build relationships Clients and centers of influence will delight in being a guest on your show. Go to pod617.com to start planning. And in the meantime, listen to the great shows they've already produced. The irreverent Bitchless Bride podcast, the hilarious show known as Shawshanked, and the wild trip through the paranormal that is Monsterland. Be part of the pod revolution. Visit pod617.com in pod we trust. All
2: right. So, uh, Jonesy, I want to move on. Let me move, move on. Move on. But you know what? <laughs> I'm equally riled. Like, what, what can we do uh, in terms of the next subject? Let's talk about let's talk about the thermostat in your house. Yeah. Have you turned it on yet? Yes, you have. It has come on. What uh, What drives your decision to turn the thermostat on?
3: Probably because the house the house isn't really that old, but the builder special windows they don't do it, so yeah. it starts to get. It just starts to get cold and cold and damp, and you so, gotta, you got to do it.
2: It's cold, right? Yeah. You say, "Hey, turn on the heat," yeah. right? So this is the time of the this is the time of the year where you get these control freak douchebags who are like, "Fuck that! November first, November first. I'm not turning on the heat till November first. Suck it up, hey kids! Freeze, <laughs> suck it up." and i'm here to tell you that that is a douchebag move and if you do that you really need to take a look and first of all you don't you shouldn't have children because you know it's funny too i posted this thing today and my daughter lit me up absolutely lit me up she said cuz i was like i you know i i i said like you know when it's cold Turn on the fucking heat. And she's like, Daddy, I remember when, you know, being cold and you said put a hat on or whatever. Now, keep in mind, so this is my daughter. She's walking around the house. Uh, it's an old, imagine a house built in 1918 with mm-hmm. the original windows. Okay? We got the uh, forced hot water heaters. Uh, what do they call the? Um, Radiators. Radiator, yeah. Most so get those things, all of them. Most
3: up. dangerous things ever built in the house. Really? They're filled with water. Like that? Yeah, we they're definitely. filled with water.
2: Yeah. Right. All right. Well, I, I live on the edge, you know. So I had fucking radiators. Wait, why uh, are they
0: dangerous? Because they could they could blow you, up.
3: Well, you get up against that thing at the right spot. Oh, right. You, you forget it.
0: Yeah, it's true. Especially if you have little kids. I I, I see that. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: I I um I had little kids. They were little ones, and they were smart enough to not fucking touch hot <laughs> shit. So anyway, <laughs> well, maybe I, was, I wasn't. I, I was blessed. I was blessed with kids who didn't fucking put their fucking hand on the stove. So anyway, uh, so fucking, uh, she, so she's like um, triggered, you know, um, and she said that I had to, but she, you know, wore her pajamas, no, no shoes, you know, no socks, Just and she's cold. Mm-hmm. Put, put some slippers on. The, the, the thing is this, is that the day that the house got cold, it could be in September, it could be in August. You know, we've had cold August days. We'll turn the heat on for that day but these people it's like it's it's they want a trophy there's no trophy for fucking getting to november 1st without turning on the heat now listen if you can't afford if if you're in a tight money situation are you paying I for this i completely get it i completely get it i'm not talking about you people at all because i did have one friend said um uh not turning on the heat is for poor people and Eskimos or something like that, which I just learned today that Eskimos isn't the proper term. But uh, so anyway. But even if your budget is tight, I, I've
0: never believed in that whole thing. Like you know, keep it keep it off for like two and a half more days or something, and save no, and kidding. save like seventeen dollars maybe. You know, if that. Right.
2: Right. For a for a cup of coffee a day, mm, <laughs> price of a cup of coffee a day, you can have your children. Not be fucking cold. Why do we have a home? Why do we... Jonesy, question. Why do we... Why do people live in houses? There's two reasons. There's two reasons. There's two main reasons.
3: And Sug says the reasons are...
2: The reasons are this. Number one, to stay dry in the rain. And number two, is to fucking not be cold. (laughs) So, Uh. you're denying... Our God-given right to your children. Daddy, I'm cold. You're those big uh, Cindy Lou who's no more than two eyes. You're, you're denying <laughs> heat to your children. You should, you should seriously turn yourself into DSS. You should. There's plenty of people out there who want to adopt your children who are far smarter than you are because they say it's cold. We need heat. They have that cognitive ability to say i'm cold i need heat but you get these douchebags who it's it's all a control thing it's all you know it's like i'm in control this is my house and in my house i get the big piece of chicken and i am going to tell you when you're going to be warm now is it? Is there go ahead jones you sorry what's the right temperature all right, so so so. In this my, is important. What's
3: the right temperature?
2: That's that's a great thing because in in uh, on Congress Street in Braintree, growing up,
3: not Liberty Street,
2: not Liberty Street, where I would have firebombed that place. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but we've already talked about that. But now my old man, like you know, he was, he, 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 you know he he uh, he was a teacher, teacher salary, you know, worked for the union and. Uh, so it was 58, and uh, but it was different. So here's the deal. In our neighborhood, the heat was in the floors. So oh, we, lived in actually, a camp, okay. we lived in a Campanelli, I think it's called. Campan- Campanelli, I think is, is what it's called. They're like ranch. There's no basement. And so when you walked on the floor, you wanted to have bare feet because yeah. the whole floor was hot. Like the bathroom in the morning was hot, like it would the the water would evaporate yeah. off the floor. So we uh we had that. It was pretty cool. Now in the house that my children grew up in, um, they that was this old Dutch colonial that uh original windows. So it was just basically the upstairs was hot and the downstairs was colder than the seventy two that was the minimum I kept it at. And then like during cold spells, like you know, like when it was like you know, 20 degrees or whatever, um, we put it up to 80 and even over. I don't, know if, I, I don't even know if I, those thermostats are exact science. You know what I mean? Well,
3: sure, they're not, especially for an older home. But.
2: Yeah, but the thermostat was downstairs, and we would keep it. So, but, but that heat just rose straight up to the second floor. Yeah. Second floor was stifling hot. Gosh. How about you? What do you keep it at?
3: We don't go much above 65, 66 maybe. Yeah. And that's in the evening when we're home. Overnight, 60.
0: Would like you guys to, like to guess what the government recommends as the ideal temperature in both winter and summer that you set your thermostat to? I'm going to say it's Ooh. 70. What do they say? You're talking winter now, right? I'm,
2: oh, I thought it was both. I thought it was going to be the
0: same. No, no. Yeah, what, said there's, that. there's one for winter, and
2: then there's one for Summer's summer. Summer's 70. Winter is 63. <laughs> Jonesy, would you like to guess? Mm,
3: I'll say winter is 66. Mm-hmm. Summer is 70.
0: Jonesy's closer, I think, but but the, probably because he judged my my reaction is answer According to because no, Ener- no,
3: I know stuff. No, <laughs> oh wait, that's not my <laughs> tag. No.
0: Whose show is this? According to energy.gov, I read verbatim, you can easily save energy in the winter by setting the thermostat to sixty eight degrees while you're awake. It does say setting it lower while you're asleep or away from home. Right. In the summer, set the thermostat at seventy eight
2: degrees. 78 (laughs) yeah that to me that's ridiculous i go down to 72 easy yeah 70 72 that's good i think that i think that's perfect i think we keep ours
3: at 75 in the summer i I think
2: yeah that's uh, that's comfortable you come out of the you come out of the fucking humidity and that feels good yeah right yeah I'm, i'm okay with that so get your fucking questions to me inbox me on facebook uh also you can get uh and David say your email address again yes
0: if you have questions for ask Sue please send them to me producer Dave David at pod617.com also and please subscribe to this podcast if you don't mind me pumping up pumping your tires here a little bit Sue subscribe to Sue says you can find all past episodes at pod617.com also anywhere you find podcasts apple podcast um uh, spotify and on the adori app where you can see all kind of cool pictures of suge and jonesy and other stuff
2: yeah download so i downloaded the adori app that was and so what's really cool about it and just throw in your uh junk email as your uh as your username or whatever you know whatever email you use for junk and uh log in so you can subscribe to suge says and but not only that there's other like so within this podcast network in the and uh, David's got a great vision here. Is that uh, you know it's a Boston, it's Pod Six One Seven. So it's things that are specific to the Boston area. And uh, you know we've got some uh, we've got some great names coming on. We've got some big entities coming on here who are gonna who are gonna. Uh, th- this is going to be a one stop shop for Boston podcasts. And there's Shawshank, which is you know these guys. Uh, yeah, two of them are from Brain uh, two of them are from Barstool, and uh, they talk about movies. Womp's everywhere. Yeah, Womp's <laughs> love is everywhere, Love's and everywhere. fucking uh, and one and, and then you got Ed, <laughs> Ed, and his crazy. Are you not? Are you entertained? Not entertained. With some, said, yep. You know, and he does these lists that some of them are good, and some of them I've got issue with. But but I've got, but I'm listening. It's good. And then you got the Boston Podcast every day with David, who uh, he brings in a different guest every day. And uh, he can make even the most boring fucking guests seem like a superstar because people are interesting. Love everybody. Turn down the music. Womps, I want to talk to you. Turn on the fucking thermometer. Jonesy, last words? Well, I can't say them. The
3: last two words are yours. Okay, so... Are you out? I'm out, but I didn't want to say I'm out, because that's your tag. soup out. Yeah!
2: Hey, kids, freeze. Suck it up.